This is actually very a very weird energy because I've never directed. That's what I was saying. But you said it's so hard to do it. Well, because it's very intense. It's I like see. an interrogation. I should take off my watch because every time I hit it across the table, you can hear on. Why are you demonstrating it? <laughs> because I'm so funny. Hilarious. Guys, we're back in person. Wait, wait, oh, wait. We have <laughs> Audio action. Salutations. Salutations. I'm Sophia's friend, Bronwyn. And I am Bronwyn's friend, Sophia. And this is, is Quotes and Anecdotes. <laughs> Whoa! I'm in a very good mood this morning, so Same. maybe that's why our voices are so chipper. Um, chipper, <laughs> chipper. Isn't that a good word? It's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's great. You know, this time of year is... Okay, I feel like maybe this is weird. But, like, the happiest times of the year are also the saddest times of the year. Like, it's, I'm so, like, this time of year, there's so much happy stuff. Like, so much fun. All of these fun, like, hanging out with friends. Summer. Like, friends who are coming, like, back from college and, like, but then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, and, like, and, and the fact that, like, school's almost done, but then... It's just like this one month, everything like also ends. You're absolutely right because there's a very, very balanced amount of super, super happy stuff that's happening this month and very, very sad stuff that's happening this month. Yeah, and it's it's quite interesting. I can't figure it out. Like my brain and is like, like in what some is ways this? I prefer this to like everything being like monotone. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, but, it's like uh, but do for I? every time I I'm, I smile so much I cry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, on that note, <laughs> um, I'm this sorry. Whiteboard. I was looking at. <laughs> I here's here's what was happening. My we're in my dad's office right now, and he has a whiteboard where he's written a bunch of stuff for his work. And on one of Bronwyn <laughs> and Bronwyn, <laughs> um, <laughs> Papa, if you're listening, Bronwyn just knocked some markers off of your whiteboard, and I'm assuming she's never invited back. Um, anyways, he has a list of like partners that he's working with, and I thought I genuinely thought that they were wordlets for a solid three seconds. Well, there. that is a word. Exactly, exactly, you and that's be. and that's the one that I picked up on. And I was like, oh my god, he's copying us with his two work buddies. <laughs> and, um, but no, of course, it's much more important than that. Shoot. Bronwyn, you have to stop playing with the markers. My friend. I'm sorry. It's so sad. I apologize. Um, yeah. Um, well, you know, it's a great day. It's Sunday. It's so like nice out. So it's much the fun second stuff. day of June, so and it's lovely out, and it's, it's beautiful. Pride Month, Ooh, a wonderful fun. thing that's happening, and it's also so crazy. So much fun stuff. So crazy stressful. It's so hectic this like this month. Though. I started the month of June, from June first to June seventeenth, which is when we end school. So hectic. It's I have madness. so much going on. I can't, I don't think I have a second to breathe. Yeah, no, literally, entire... like, I, I was like, okay, I have, like, this, and this. yesterday I was like, oh, I have this in the morning, this in the afternoon. Same. And then, and then afterwards I was like, 
okay, and I'll get started on work because finals are in two weeks, so I'll start on finals. And then today I was like, oh shoot, I haven't done my chem homework in about a week. I gotta do that. I have to write a civics proposal today. Oh, I, I haven't forgot about that. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, I have a quiz, and then we have finals the week after. So it's, yep. it's I have a chem quiz as well. Our chem teacher did the same thing and gave us a quiz on Friday, the Friday 50 before point finals. quiz? I don't know if it's a 50-point quiz, but it's definitely a quiz, yeah. and I'm very annoyed because he hasn't even taught us what's on the quiz yet. I have to do well on this quiz because I've calculated what I need in order to end the year with with what I want to end on, and oh boy. so I don't have much wiggle room. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I didn't know my grades went that much to you, Sophia. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> I meant the Wi-Fi reconnected. Bron and I have been, you know what? I think we're gonna keep it like this though, yes. because this is a wonderful energy that we we've created here in the in the room. What, you have to put in. Bronwyn tried to high five me, but didn't put in the effort. Clearly, we are in a crazy mood today. That was, was not glottal. what I said. Did you just say that was a very gloggle? Glottal. That's oh, what. Glottal. You know. Oh, that should have been one of my oh, words. No, I just said the Wi-Fi real bad quick. Again. Uh, Sophia, you're gonna have to cut out the first four minutes of this episode. <laughs> But when you're like singing, if you're going from like, I am, you like have to put a bit of like, like your throat kind of closes. You're like, I am like your throat kind of closes beforehand because you can't just say the vowel because there's no consonant before it. And so if you're saying like a word like I am, sometimes in order to separate them, you'll do something called a glottal attack. So you'll go, I am, where you kind of like, you can kind of hear the little pause in between them. And it's just like, you're just closing the sound real quick. And it's called wow. a glottal attack. That should have been a word, but... I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, speaking of... Yeah. I'm so happy right mm. now, and I can't figure out why. So this is... I mean, I it's already been a crazy because episode. Because I had one of those minutes. dreams last night where it was, like, horrible. And then I woke up and was like, oh, shoot, that's not real. That's great. Because I had a dream. I went to my cousin's wedding, which I am so excited for, by the way, guys. But anyway, Is that this summer? No, it's next summer. Oh, okay. But I went to my cousin's wedding, and... It was I, specifically three hours away from my house. That comes into play later. But I was wearing a, my clothes that I was wearing. It was like a very 1920s like black robe and hat. Like it was weird. Like dress thing. It was kind of McGonagall. It was weird. But it was like fancy dress. Whatever. And then we got there and my mom was like, no, 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 that's mine. I was like, oh, shoot, sorry. And I gave them to her. And I was like, oh, all, all I have is a bathing suit now. <laughs> so I was like, I can't go to the wedding. Because like... I only have a bathing suit. And meanwhile, everyone's giving their speeches and be like, oh, like, you guys mean so much to me. <laughs> and I was like, I have to get a bathing suit. And my mom was like, it's okay. Uh, we'll drive home and we'll drive back. And I was like, no. And it was in New York City, actually. That's what happened. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, we can't do that. And we spent, like, an hour trying to figure this out. And I'm just, like, walking around in a bathing suit. <laughs> and my mom was like, oh, we'll drive three hours. And I'm like, no, if we drive three hours back and, and then three hours back, then... Like, we'll, we won't get here till 2 a.m. And we're going to miss the entire wedding. Why don't we just go to a store? And I was like, no, 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 we're going to drive back. <laughs> um, yeah, and so then I was like, it won't be till 2 a.m. And meanwhile, all these speeches are going on. And I was like, no, no, no. Finally, I convinced my parents to let me go to a store. And I went to this market. It was quite interesting. It was like kind of like a Middle Eastern market. And it was the only thing that was open in New York City at the time for some reason. And I found this really nice dress. And then I went to the party. And it was like basically done. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't miss the, the wedding. That's in two years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a trip from start to finish. Yeah. 
You might want to cut that out as well. (laughs) I'm leaving that entire thing in. I don't know what you're talking about. I think this entire eight minutes is staying in the podcast. Oh, God. Yep. Well, then, I guess we best get on to Wordless because we are... Yeah, sorry, everyone. Usually, by eight minutes, we're already moving on to Wordless. So, Wordless, let's do this quickly. What's your first Wordless? Shoot, I don't know how to pronounce it. (laughs) And we can't even look it up because the Wi-Fi's down. (laughs) 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 Sophia, you good? No, never. Don't give me the pronunciation. Should I guess? Guys, don't laugh at me. The pronunciation... Okay, so this word is diactic. I think that's right, diactic. Oh, it is diactic. I knew that. (laughs) Okay, so my word is diactic. Um, And it means relating or to... (laughs) No, that's not what it means. Diactic (laughs) means relating to or denoting a word or expression whose meaning is dependent on the context in which it is used. So, like, the examples they give are, like, such as here, you, me, that one there, or next Tuesday. Um, Kind of a random collection. But things like the word, I don't know, like, um, like, 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 the word next could be, like, next Next person in line, next week. Kind of. That's, I don't even know. I can't really think of an example, but, like, there's some words where it's, like, so basically, this came up in my Greek class because there's some words where it'll have multiple definitions based on the case that follows next. So sometimes, oh. so it'll be like a lot of prepositions will be like, um, it means like, uh, like away from if it if it's followed by the accusative case, down from if it's followed the, um, by the genitive case, and like things like that, where like the meaning of it changes. And some of them you there's another word pola, which means many, but it's used to mean like many people or many things depending on the context in which it is used so that we were talking about it and it's cool that's very cool what's your first word my first word is dynasty which means a line of hereditary rulers of a country um and as i've mentioned i think a couple times i've been doing some research on chinese history recently and until 1912 when the dynasties were overthrown China was characterized by dynasties for, like, its entire history, which I think is very cool. Um, And I don't know what caused, like, the switch of the dynasties. Like, there was Tang Dynasty and Qing Dynasty, and I've tried looking this up multiple times, and no source will explain to me what made the switch from, like, the naming of one dynasty to another. Was it, like, people in later history who named the dynasties? I have no idea. Um, But basically, it was, like, a succession of emperors um, of a family, and then once there was an empress, but she was kind of a bad person. So, yeah. The, China has had a rough time in all of history, but dynasty is a cool word. And I don't know. It's like, I feel like it's very specific to China. And that's also probably yeah. a, a naive statement because I don't well, think Well, but I, they're probably, like, there might be one or two, but like, that's a, definitely the main one. Yeah. And I think China might be the one that has like the most <clears throat> dynasties. Like, there were a yeah, lot. Yeah, like, China's <clears throat> history goes back really far. Mm-hmm. And, like, from what little I know. But it's <laughs> yeah. still cool that, like, this is something that has been common throughout. Definitely. So, yeah, I just thought that was kind of cool. What's your second wordlet? So, it's not really a wordlet. <laughs> but it's a phrase that's really neat that we talk about in Greek class. And, I don't know, it's a cool example of a couple of different literary things. And it's, like, an ancient Greek expression. Um, and it's 
ergo ep ergon ergazdomai. And it means, I work the work on top of the work. Um, and so it's using the different forms of this word, uh, ergo. So first it's the verb, ergo. And then ep ergon is on top of the work, so the noun form. And then ergazdomai is the middle form of the word, I think. <laughs> I think it's the middle form of the word, ergo. And <clears throat> it's just kind of cool because it's just using the same word over and over. And um, it's also cool because the syllables are really neat. So it ergo is two syllables, ep ergon is three syllables. So ergo, ep ergon, and then ergosdomai is five, is four syllables. So it kind of like, That's it so flows cool. really well and it's like really poetic. So it's ergo, ep ergon, ergosdomai. And wow. the Greek grammar rules are really strange because you can, like, word order doesn't matter because everything, like, Every noun has a different, like, uh, has, uh, it's an inflected language, so the, like, Latin, the nouns are kind of declined, Mm -hmm. Uh, they are declined, kind of like uh, conjugating a verb, Mm -hmm. and so, like, you can piece together where things are supposed to go to make it make sense in English, but there is no technical word order, so it allows for, like, really cool manipulation of the language, and so, like, that's why there's a lot of, like, really poetic and beautiful works in ancient Greece, because, like, you can really manipulate the language to make it really flow well. And, like, uh, Homer basically just used verb forms and added letters and and sometimes contracted verbs, sometimes didn't, just because it made things flow better and, like, changed the spelling on some things. Like, wow, that's amazing. Because it, you can, like, it's just a very fluid language, so it's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so, ergo up, ergon ergosdomai. It's a cool expression. That is cool. And what's your last word? My last word is just a, a quick, simple one, and it is estuary, which is the tidal mouth of a large river where the tide meets the stream. And I thought it was cool, because I don't hear the word estuary used super often, and it's a fun one. That's about all I have to say about estuary. Spunky. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you like to, I was about to say start us off with your word, but then I realized we haven't even talked about our topic yet. It's been 15 minutes. <laughs> oh no. So, our topic this week is... Summer! summer. <laughs> because it's almost summer. It's June now. And in fact, maybe this is a good time to talk about yeah. this. But over the summer, because I'm in Canada, Sophia's here... Um, I'm at camp for a month. It's Bronwyn's off the radar for the entire summer. Basically. So we're not going to be able to have an episode every every week. Yep. Instead, we'll have one. We're going to, in the next couple of weeks, pre-record a bunch of episodes and we'll release them every other week. Um, yep. And yeah. Yeah. So another quick thing, because next for us, um, we're recording this on a Sunday. And we have a full week of school, and then the week after that starts finals for us. Yes. We're not going to be able to upload an episode during finals week because we will be studying and probably a little bit stressed out. So starting this week, we're going to go every other week for the rest of the summer. And then hopefully once we start September September. again, it will come weekly once again. So sorry about that, but we're excited to talk about summer because it's really close. Yeah. And I can't wait. Same. So, Sophia, 
I, you don't go first. (laughs) (laughs) No, you go first. What is your word this week? So my word is anticipation. And it means the action of anticipating something. (laughs) (laughs) Or expectation or prediction. Um, Summer, I think, is something that universally, especially in places where they have uh, a, a summer vacation... It's, it's something that people anticipate. They're so excited for. In fact, for most people, I think the whole year is, the goal is reaching the summer. Yeah. Um, and it's that two months of the year, as even more so in countries and places where winters are cold. The summer is just beautiful weather. And when you're at school, it's stress-free. And... <laughs> It's fun, and so people anticipate the summer. That's a very good word. I didn't. I never thought about it like that because um, you're absolutely right. A lot of kids in school, like the whole point of school, is anticipating and waiting for the summer, and then it makes once the summer finally comes, it's even better. Like once it gets yeah. there, you're like summer. Heck yeah! All that anticipation was worth it. Of so course. So the etymology of the word anticipation it comes from Latin, um, anticipare. And then Latin and uh, anticipatio, pa- patio, patio, patio. I have no idea. Anticipatio. At the same time, English anticipate, and then it became anticipation in late Middle English. It's a cool word. Yeah, it's cool. What's your word? <laughs> um, my word this week is super simple, and it is joy, which means a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. And yeah, it's. Again, very simple. I love the word joy in general. I think it's a really lovely word. I also love the name joy. Yeah. Um, And also separately, I love the name summer. I love just naming kids (laughs) after words. (laughs) All kids are named after words. What am I talking about? I know Um, what you mean. Yeah, but it's just, I mean, along the same lines that you said, um, every, I feel like especially with children, every kid looks forward to summer and I feel like there's just an extra level of happiness when it's summertime for most people anyways well especially in places like where we live like you said where there's cold winters and hot summers like kids get to be outside and go in the pool and go to the beach and like play with their friends because they don't have to worry about school so they can play outside with their friends all day and it's just this like added layer of Joy and happiness that comes yeah. with summer. Well, and you're saying your dad's in Montreal right now. And mm-hmm. my, so my dad my dad grew up in Montreal. And I was talking to him and he was like, well, it's like this is like one of the best times of year to visit, to visit Montreal because the winters there are brutal. Like they get so much snow. It's freezing cold. And once it turns into summer, everyone's just so relieved and so happy <laughs> that everyone is outside. Everyone's in a good mood. Oh, really? And it's just really, really nice time of year. So, like, places where it's cold, the summer is amazing. Um, so, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. The etymology of the word joy also comes from Latin. Um, <clears throat> gaudere, which means to rejoice. And then gaudium. And then joie. <laughs> yeah. Really? Joy. Joy. Um, and then yeah. joy, which was French, and then joy in Middle English. Um, yeah, summer's a great time. Shall we get into quotes? I think we should. Why don't you start us off with your first quote? So my first quote is, It was June, and the world smelled of roses. The sunshine was like powdered gold over the grassy hillside. And that's by Maud Hart Lovelace. And... I just liked it because... It, oh my god! Yes, I, I will talk about that after because I loved that series. 
So did I. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Ron, I never knew this. I read it over and over. You know, maybe we'll talk about this first. Okay. So, okay. Mod Heart Lovelace wrote the series Betsy, Tacy, and Tip. These were my I childhood. Loved, I loved this. Series. I loved them. Yeah. Well, there were three little girls who were all friends, and they were all so different. And T- it was Tacy written- was my favorite. I think so too. Actually, I think I like Tib. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but the, they were written from the perspective of Betsy. So, like, from yeah. the perspective of, his, of I also a little love kid. Betsy. Yeah. And they got into, they always did crazy stuff. And they got into, like, well, I remember one specific one where they wanted to make, like, necklaces with, like, locks of hair in them in case they, like, died or something. Oh, yeah! <laughs> and so they got, like, pill remember, boxes. Yes, And they I made necklaces. That. But they what they did is they chopped off way too much hair. So they, like, had, like, this big, like, strand of hair that was, like, yeah. like part of their hair that was missing. And I their parents were like, no! <laughs> and then they all had to cut their hair. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the cover of the next book was them with shorter hair. Yeah. I also remember Betsy first meeting Tacey and very, like meticulously describing how her hair looked and how shy and quiet she was. Yeah. And I was like, this Well, is because Casey had, like, red ringlets. ringlets. Yeah. And, well, and that was funny. Betsy was very jealous of the red ringlets. <laughs> yes. And when I was little, I had a dollhouse. And the dolls that came with it, one of them was this little... Like girl with like red ringlets, and I was like, "Oh, this will be Tacy." And my I remember my grandma was there, and she was like, "Oh, that's nice." And I was like, "Oh yeah, it comes from a book." She's like, "Yeah, I read that when I was a kid too." Oh, and I was like, "Oh really? my goodness, yeah," because it came out in like the nineteen thirties. Oh, that's nice. or it was written in the nineteen forties, I think actually. Um, but yeah, so Betsy, Tacy, and Tib, children's book series, was very good. I loved that. Yeah, those series. But I anyways, loved all of them. It's a good. Oh quote. my gosh, you! I absolutely remember the um, <laughs> the hair. Yeah. And how, especially, t- like, yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but, so the quote, it was June and the world smelled of roses. The sunshine was like powdered gold over the grassy hillside. Um, combined with the fact that I know where this, I know this book, um, was just very nostalgic and happy, very sweet. Um, yeah. And like innocent depiction of summer, which was really nice. I love that. I love that. The world smelled of, it's such a positive con- connotation yeah. as well. Yeah. I love that. It's- it's a time to stop, to stop and smell the roses, as it were. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What's your first quote? My first quote also comes from a book, um, and it is, The castle grounds were gleaming in the sunlight as though freshly painted. The cloudless sky smiled... My goodness, so many S's. I'm sorry. <laughs> the cloudless sky smiled at itself in the smoothly sparkling lake. The satin green lawns rippled occasionally in a gentle breeze. June had arrived. And mm-hmm. that is J.K. Rowling, and she was describing Hogwarts and Harry Potter. Now, quick disclaimer, the Wi-Fi at my house is down, and um, I forgot to look up all of the people <laughs> who said the quotes, so I'm, I'm not going to know who most of them are, but well, I do know... You'll who... know two of them. Yep. <laughs> Three of them. You can help me on the third one. Um, but J- I'm sure most of you know who J.K. Rowling is. She wrote... The Harry Potter series made me very, I was about to say, the Vamy Ferris. <laughs> the, the very, <laughs> the very famous um, seven book series, which are wonderful. But I just kind of loved it because in Harry Potter, it kind of, there's a lot of places where it can get very dark and it feels like poor Harry is always fighting something and like nothing's quite going right. But for once in this one little quote, um, they were describing like the castle is peaceful, it's lovely here, um, and 
Yeah, I my mean, favorite parts of the books were that it was always in June because that's when the school would end. Yeah, and it was always where everything would be resolved, and it yes. was always the happy parts where they would have just it was beautiful descriptions of the school, of their yeah. friendship, of of all that, and that was and even, so fun. Exactly the same thing. Even in that school, everyone was happy because it was summer yeah. and like yeah, and just it's like that lovely. I love that we like our two first quotes were very similar, and that is just beautiful descriptions of like summer yeah and like I, I don't know I just totally get that like the, the like um in the past few weeks I've gone to town with friends multiple times and just walked around and I've gone on some walks in the woods as well and like it's just so nice and beautiful out and the everything is so green and lush and it's only recently gotten hot and some days it's quite hot but yesterday was an absolutely beautiful day and, like, it's just those, and I did this last year as well, and those are, like, the days that I remember the most. It's just a simple, like, walking around in these beautiful settings, because, like, yeah. it, it's really nice here in summer. It is. It really is. Especially on, like, lovely summer days. Yeah. It's wonderful. What's your second quote? Um, so my second quote is, <laughs> summer afternoon, summer afternoon. To me, those have always been the two most beautiful words in the English language. And that's by Henry James. So I really like that because, again, like, I totally understand that even, like, from when I was a very little kid and even, like, at the end of kindergarten to going to, like, summer vacation always seemed like a big deal. And, like, now older, it's also so exciting. Just that idea of not having, like, a planned out schedule of exactly what you're going to do every day and having time, like, not having crazy schedules and always going somewhere and always being somewhere just that idea of like summer afternoon with anything is possible um and yeah it seems like anything is possible and you could do anything you can learn anything you can make anything um and it's just really exciting and I really like that quote yeah I love that I love the just kind of acknowledgement of like summer is beautiful and Just that freedom. And it's also, like, I, I like that it's, like, the ex- most beautiful words in the English language. Because it is, like, I don't think very many people hear the word summer afternoon and are filled with dread. Yeah! Like, that's so true! Like, it's one of those few phrases that are quite... Yeah. Quite Pretty nice. universal, I would say. Like, yeah. Just I would agree. With joy. And yeah. Henry James was an American author regarded as a key transitional figure between lit- literary realism and literary modernism, and is considered by many to be among the greatest novelists in the English language. Wow. So, qualified to make profound statements, maybe? Definitely. What's your next quote? Um, my next quote is, And so with the sunshine and the great bursts of leaves growing on trees, just as things grow in fast movies, I had that familiar conviction that was... That life was beginning over. I, I had that familiar conviction that life was beginning over again with the summer, and that was said by F. Scott Fitzgerald, who wrote *The Great Gatsby*, which I promise I'm going to read. It's very once good. summer comes around. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, we got it at. Mm. We went to. Uh, I think I mentioned this last week, but a couple weeks ago we went to um, a free book sale at the library. And this was one of the books that I picked up was The Great Gatsby because I've heard from many people, including Bronwyn, that it's very good. Yeah. It's written, like, kind of as, like, a... In, like, the first person. So it's just, like, this is what my summer was like. Aww. And that's It's just, like, a really cool book. But, like, this quote, I think, is, like, 
nice because it's you can talk yeah. about it because it's cool. But I I love um. I think we talked about this a lot in spring, but anything that uh, spring or summer, like when people refer to it as just life beginning and life continuing, because especially in the summer, as this quote mentions, everything is so green and lush. There are flowers everywhere, yeah. animals everywhere. Even the people seem somehow seem more alive in the summer to me because everyone's outside. Everyone is just generally a little bit more happy. Um, and... Yeah, the fact that life is beginning over again also I really loved because sometimes school can wear you down um, and then at in the summer it kind of gives you that chance to like yeah. decompress and lift all of that off of your chest and you don't have to worry about school for two months, which is sometimes really nice. As much as I do love school, um, it can be nice to have that break as well. Yeah, and with this quote, I also like that it's like, even though it's a fictional book, I like that it sounds like it's someone's personal experience. Yeah. It's that summer, and it's like, yeah, totally. Like, you yeah. can totally agree with it, and it's just... I love when you can relate in that way to fictional Yeah, characters. and it's it's really comforting. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's just to hear someone say, like, this is how I feel, and you're like, yes. Yeah, yes, That right? sounds right. And I don't know. It's a very good book. Highly recommend it. The Great Gatsby. It's kind of a chill read. It's, like, not super plot-heavy, I wouldn't say, but it's, like, fun. Oh, good. I can't wait to read it this summer, then. I'm going to read yeah. so much this summer. It's going to be great. What is your next quote? My next quote is, Summertime is always the best of what might be. And that's by Charles Bowden. Um, and I like that because I definitely like leading up to summer, always have so many plans of, ooh, I'd like to do this, I'd like to learn this, I'd like to um, make this new thing, I'd like to try this new thing. There's always so many things that, even if, that I always, I guess I kind of put off some things to summer because I feel like that's when I'll have time to actually do that. But um, there seems like there's so much opportunity in summer, you know, like, it's kind of like the idea of starting new. And I think like, I don't know, I think that summer and f the beginning of the school year, the two times of year where it feels like just a fresh start and anything mm -hmm. could happen. Um, and I don't know, I always have like plans of what I want to do. What I, and yeah. like, I don't know, I just, that's a big part of summer for me is like, oh, ooh, I want to read these books and I want to... Definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, for me this summer I have, um, I don't have anything like huge going on this summer, but I have so many little projects of things yeah. that I want to do. Like so many. And summer presents that opportunity to you in a way that no other time of the year can, I yeah. think, which is really nice. Yeah. But it's very exciting. Um, and yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny though, because I'll always have so many plans that I never actually yeah. finish all of them. Yeah. But I'm, like I'm always to. very optimistic with what I think I'm going to get, get done over summer. But, but it's, you know, anything Better can than happen. having nothing planned, I think. I agree. 100%. So it's exciting. Yeah. And Charles Bowden, Charles Clyde Bowden, was an oh, American wow. nonfiction <laughs> author, journalist, and essayist based in Las Cruces, New Mexico. And yeah, it's funny though, because this kind of seems like an off-brand quote from what I read about him, because he seems to be quite a harsh critic. Oh wow! But he also That's had a so couple good, of other. Though. He had a couple of other really like nice quotes and very like well written. That's really it's, wholesome. I love yeah, that. It's very nice. Yeah. And what's your next quote? My next quote is "Thy eternal summer shall not fade," and that was said by Shakespeare. 
And again, I'm sure most of you know who Shakespeare is, so I don't really need to have a description. Um, but I chose this quote because I think it's so nice that someone can be described as an eternal summer because that, again, says so much about how positive and lovely summer is and how even in Shakespeare's time and where he lived, summer was just this wonderful, amazing thing that everyone anticipated and looked forward to. Yeah. Um, and that everyone just kind of enjoyed and was more happy around. And so the fact that someone can be described as carrying an eternal summer and always being summer and therefore always being happy and enjoyable. Yeah. And I just think that's really lovely that someone can be described in that way. Um, and, like, he's kind yeah. of equating summer with, like, life again. Yeah. Like, he's like, like, your eternal life shall not fade, but it's, like, summer. Instead, yeah. Which is... And, like, the light and the happiness yeah, within you definitely. shall never fade. Which I thought was really nice. Yeah. yeah. Shakespeare has a lot of, like... He never... He doesn't really say so as many things directly, but it makes for some really cool quotes because, like, like this, where it's, like, not saying, your life will always be here. Like, yeah, I eternal summer shot fate. Yeah. It's really cool. I've never loved Shakespeare just because his, um, I know that's a terrible thing to say to Bronwyn who does love Shakespeare, <laughs> just because like his um, plays are really dense for me and I can't, fi I could never figure out what was going on. But um, I do love picking out some of his quotes and seeing like, oh, that's really nice. <laughs> like how, how do you describe something as... I love cool. Shakespeare though. I'm taking my English, one of my English courses next year is Shakespeare. I'm excited. <laughs> I think it's amazing, though, that you love Shakespeare. I think that's really cool. But anyways, I think, well, what else did you have to say? Nothing. <laughs> it was a very quick, short one, but I just thought it was really nice. Yeah, I love that. Um, what is your final quote? So Sophia and I m might both have something to talk about for this, but it's a quote from a song that we both love. Yep. Sophia introduced it to me. It's now one of my favorites because it's so upbeat and positive and just happy, but it's also, like, not really intense happy. <laughs> it's, like, light and just, like, cheery. Um, and it's a song called Summer by the band Wild, which I highly recommend because all of their songs are kind of like this, where they're just, like, happy and nice. Um, yeah, so check out Wild. Uh, they have a couple of, I think, EPs. I don't think they have any full-out albums yet. I don't think so. But, uh, yeah, they're very good. Uh, a lot of their songs, are. I discovered them this spring, I think around April, and exactly like Bronwyn said, a lot of their songs are really positive and yeah. not too, like, um, intense and strong, but still, like, really nice and upbeat, and they all have kind of yeah. happy messages, which I love. And Wild is a trio from Los Angeles, California, um, with Lauren Lewis on vocals, Zach uh, DeGaetano, I <laughs> Richard that on <laughs> vocals and guitar and Tyler Thompson on guitar um and yeah they're really great and they all have like really great voices so it's just like yeah. really nice um and yeah so the quote is start it up throw the, throw me the keys roll your window down let in the breeze don't need a watch today we got all the time we need let's drive the coast of California or all the way east um and it's just nice because it it's like the song is just it's kind of like about friendship it's about just happiness and spending time with people that you love. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just really happy and cheery. And it's, um, 
I found this quote was just like a very good description of summer and just those like simple like for them just driving along the coast together and hanging out and listening to music and I don't know for me the equivalent is like I said just walking around in town in our little town where there's nothing to do so it is just walking around with friends and and just maybe going for lunch and just like hanging out like that kind of thing those are the things that I absolutely love and like those small moments are really really amazing it does have perfect examples of just those little things that you do in summer which I think is is wonderful um and it's really good I just really liked it uh it's a pretty song too so highly it's a great song summer Um, by wild yeah I forgot to link stuff last week but I'll try to link um the band or the song in the description box and I'd highly recommend Again, we're really sorry that we can't include song snippets. Yeah. Um, I feel I think we figured out that that would be a copyright issue. So sorry, everyone. Yeah. Maybe someday. <laughs> in the in the future, maybe one summer. Oh snap! <laughs> Do you want to hear my last quote? I'd love to. My last quote is in the depth of. <laughs> I spelled winter wrong, <laughs> but in the depth of winter. I finally learned that within me there lay an invincible summer. And that was said by Albert Camus, who again, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is because I didn't look them up and now I do not have Wi-Fi. Um, but yeah, I, again, not, I don't, I, a lot of the quotes that I found were kind of bashing on winter and I don't want to do that because we did do an episode on how lovely winter is. Um, but I think a lot of times winter has a connotation with like cold and dark and sad and yeah. summer is more like bright and happy and lovely. And but really the reason why I chose this quote is because again I love the idea that someone can be described as having an internal summer yeah. and something an invincible summer that cannot be crushed by anything cold and dark and sad, which I just I like to think that we all have an internal invincible summer yeah. and like even if it seems like we're going through a dark time, that summer is still in there. And again, I just love that, I don't know, summer has that positive connotation and it leads to these beautiful literary descriptions of people. Yeah, and I think that it's really cool that, like, summer is universally loved. It's by, like, people and also, like, by animals. Like, everything is just so yeah. happy and alive and it's where there's, I think, usually more of an abundance of food, I would say. Um, in many parts of the world, it's where there's a lot less worry. Yeah. You're not struggling, like, in the middle of winter to get by, or you're not worrying about planting or harvesting. It's a, in terms of, like, food. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know, it's just, like, happiness for people who have um, a vacation. And it's it's just, like, just so aligned with happiness. Yeah. That I really like. It's wonderful. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's those are the last of our quotes. Yeah. For today. Um, shall we move on to anecdotes? I would absolutely love to. <laughs> I think you get to start with all of your anecdotes, Bronwyn. Do tell. So the first anecdote I have of summer is camp. Because I've gone to camp since I was about nine years old. And I go to the same camp that my mom went to when she was a kid. Um, and my sister and my cousin also went there. Um, actually two of my cousins went there. And, uh, it's in Canada and it's a sleepaway camp in Canada. And it's just a really, really, like, I'm really lucky to be able to go there. Um, and it's a really, 
amazing time. Um, I think the first part is you because you're living with people for a month, you make really close friends, which is really yeah. fun. Um, it's very sad when you leave them because it's 11 months before you see them again. But you do it while you're there, like make really close friends. Um, That's such an interesting relationship because you live really intimately with someone for a month and see them very often in that month and then you don't see them at all for 11 months, which is really interesting. Well, and it's also interesting because although most people there are Canadian, um, because it's in Canada, there is a bit of an international crowd there. So there's a a lot of people from Mexico. That's the big place where people come from. But I also made a really close friend who came from Spain and... Um, a couple of people come from the U.S. as well, and it's really cool because you get to see that, like, mix of people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. Um, this year I am a QC, which is a quarter counselor, so basically a CIT, or counselor in training. Um, and that's really exciting because we have, so the way that, um, QCs work is we have all of our cabins in a different place from the rest of camp. So each age group has their cabins in a different part of camp and their counselors cabins are right around there as well but qcs are all by themselves in the middle of the woods in this like little area and no other people are allowed to go in qc land whoa yeah and we have all of the cabins names are like the roller coaster and the chocolate pool and mcdonald's and starbucks and so there's this whole thing where it's like qc land is has all these things so especially with younger campers you're like oh yeah i'm gonna go get like some mcdonald's right now or like mm. like young campers are like oh yeah we could hear like the roller coaster last night because like every all like the younger campers like fully believe that there's like qc land has all these things <laughs> um but it's really fun um and i'm really excited uh because it's very different than being a camper um and you get to work at different activities and because in Canada, it's quite common. Uh, summer camps are, I think, a more common thing than in, than in um, the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of lakes, especially in this area where my campus. So my campus is on a lake. And so there's, like, sailing and canoeing and a lot of water activities. And so my favorite, one of my favorite activities is sailing. And my mom worked there. She was the head of sailing. And my sister worked there. And so that kind of runs in the family. But... Um, I'm excited because hopefully I'll get to work there but also things like another thing that I really enjoy about this camp is we go on canoe trips which I've talked about before Um, and like that's something I really love and we go on uh, all of QC's together go on a five day canoe trip at one point during the month and it's just like a really exciting and really lucky really lucky to be able to do that Um, and it's just really nice that's awesome yeah and my cousin and sister as I said both so two of my cousins went, but one of them left before I got there. But my cousin and sister, who were in the same year, um, were both there for years. And they were counselors, like, basically the entire time I was there as a camper. And that was really fun, because, like, it's really nice to, like, be able to see them every day. Yeah. And in some ways, like, in terms of, like, having siblings there, it's really nice because... I feel like in some ways you get closer because you're not... Sometimes I think when you're in really close quarters uh, with a sibling, after some time you can get a little bit on each other. (laughs) But this is like, there's enough distance that every time you see each other, it's really, really nice. Um, And yeah, and it's really fun. And like... That's awesome. They're like... We've done... um, My cousin's best friend, they kind of looked similar, but not really. 
but they convinced everyone that they were also cousins. So we, the, like the four of us would go around and we're like, oh yeah, we're all cousins. Cause like, but we, and there was like this whole story where like, like Lanny was Abby's cousin on the other side from, and they hated each each other. So they went to camp in different months. And then as like uh, counselors, they became friends and like, um, my sister and I were Abby's cousins on the other side. <laughs> like it was oh quite gosh. extravagant, but it was really funny, and people fully believed it. So we would be wow. like at the, like the camp shows, and there would be someone like, "Oh yeah, you see that person? That's that's Abby's cousin," and I was just like, "Yup." <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just like really fun, and yeah, it's just like really nice. It's a really nice community and a really nice group of people, and it's like the youngest camper was one of my really closest friends, younger sister, who went at the age of five. Wow. Yeah. But then, like, I started when I was nine, and then it goes, like, campers up to the age of 15, and it's really nice because it's, like, it's a girls' camp, so it's a whole group of girls from, like, all these different ages doing, like, I don't know. It's really fun. That's amazing. What sort of activities do you do, like, besides canoe trips? So there's, like, swimming, and um, they have arts and crafts, and archery, and they have all sorts of activities, and it's really fun. That's amazing. Um... And yeah, it's really nice. Um, and right now they have, uh, there's in Ontario, there's a big fundraiser um, for sending kids who can't afford to go to camp. They can't, um, there's a fundraiser to like raise money to send kids to camp. They can't normally afford it. And they, what they do is it's a five, I think five or six kilometer portage. So they're carrying canoes on their backs for like five or six kilometers. And like in, on Instagram, I saw a bunch of like, like my cousin and a bunch of her friends all like, posting pictures of them doing it and it's like canoe heads for kids and it's like a really nice charity event that and it's funny because that's like something that I have a shirt that says hashtag carry the canoe and like that's the kind of thing it relates to so in like Canada and especially in Ontario everyone would be like yeah yeah of course but like here they're like what (laughs) Um, but it's yeah it's really fun that's amazing and then the second anecdote I have is As I've said before, my family comes from Canada, so we'll go back every summer and we visit everyone. Um, And yeah, it's really nice. We get to see all of my cousins, and I've talked about this, and Sophia and I both have some topics that we talk about like every time there's something somewhat related. But um, it's really nice because we all have like uh, like places near each other, so we get to like see each other. Um, And it's usually in the month of August when everyone's together, and we'll have cousin dinners, and the cousin dynamic is amazing. Um, even though I'm one of the younger ones, it's really fun. And it's my f- mom's side of the family and it's my first and second cousins. And my second cousins are just as close as my first cousins. And it's, it's just a really fun, just really fun dynamic. Um, and as I said before, one of my cousins is like, they're, because a lot of them are like 26 and in their twenties now, um, uh, one of them just got engaged and they're getting married next summer. And I'm so excited cause they're getting, um, they're getting, married on the like in the lake where we all stay so that's really fun and I don't know it's just like it's like the kind of the family keeps in growing as everyone like meets boyfriends and girlfriends yeah that's amazing really fun um and yeah that's what I have to say that's lovely I always miss you so much during the summer but like I know it's it's definitely very sad to leave friends behind from here but then it makes it so exciting. At the, and then, like, at the end of the summer, like, that's, I always look forward so much to seeing you guys because it's like, oh, been yeah. away for so long. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds like you have a really good time. Yeah. Which is lovely. What's your anecdotes? 
Um, I have a couple of different quick anecdotes. Um, one is we used to go up to Cape Cod all the time when I was really little. Um, and I think we would go up for like about a week-ish. I don't remember much about this, but that was fun because I just remember building sandcastles with my brother. My dad would make us into mermaids. We would lie down <laughs> in the sand and we would all be mermaids. Um, we would, we had a very specific game that we would play called Sandpipers. Did you do this? I've told this, I thought, we thought we were so original because I, and now I've, I've told this to a lot of different people and they're all like, oh yeah, we do that all the time. And it was where like, we would pretend to be the little sandpipers that went, um, they rent when the tide like went in, they would run and try to pick out crabs and then run away from the waves. I wouldn't try to pick out crabs, but I would like, no, 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 we, we run. didn't. This is what the birds are. Okay. We didn't pick oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, and then like as but soon as the wave comes, you like run away. Exactly, from it. exactly. And we would run away, yeah, and we yeah. we thought we were so original no. making up exactly making up a game like named after the birds, and we were like, oh my god, we're so cool. And then I, as I got older, I would tell this story like, oh yeah, we made up this game, and everyone I've told it to was like, oh yeah, like I did that too. Um, so I guess we weren't that original. Um, as we got older, we joined a country club up here called Four Seasons, which was nice. Made a couple of friends there, and we would go and we would swim in the pool a lot of times. And I just remember, this was especially when I was in third, fourth, and fifth grade, I would like bring my book. I'd have a big book and lay on the lawn chair, and then go, when I got really hot reading my book, I would close it and go swim in the water for a bit, and then come back and read my It was just such a nice thing to do, so I loved that. Um, the main thing, though, that I wanted to talk about is we've talked about Angler Farm, the farm <laughs> that we go to. Just a tiny bit. Just a little bit. Um, and they have a summer camp there, and I went to their summer camp as a kid. Their summer camp is not a sleepaway camp, very, very different from the camp that Bronwyn was describing. It goes from 9 to 1, and they have a lot of different activities. They do planting or harvesting, cooking in the white barn. Um, they do woodworking, um, and animals. They go around and visit the animals and learn about the animals. And I loved this as a kid because it was really chill and I loved petting the bunnies and the animals and the goats and sheep. And I also loved making new friends, um, which, and it was just really nice. And, and it was like all like, the counselors, like, I mean, they were all friends and stuff, which must have been fun as like, even as yeah. a kid, like seeing the dynamic. Exactly. And it was definitely one of the main things that um, encouraged me to join the apprentice program in uh, fifth grade because I was like, well, the counselors clearly have so much fun. If we're doing something similar to the camp when I'm at the apprentice program, I'm going to have a good time. Yeah. And I was right. Um, <laughs> but now as I've gotten older, there were a couple years there where I wasn't involved in the camp at all because I was too old to be a camper and too young to be a counselor. But in the last couple of years, I've been a CIT, which is even more fun. Um, and there are a couple of like iconic ambler camp things that just don't happen anywhere else even in the apprentice program and one of them is one of the camp dir directors her name is miss jen and so every week at the beginning of each uh camp week she gets up on the log and all the campers are uh gathered around and like listen with all their backpacks and their lunches and listening to her and she goes hello everyone for those of you who know me my name is miss jen for those of you who don't know me my name is still miss jen and like by the end of the camp all of the counselors say oh. it with her and everyone's just laughing miss jen is iconic she's so she's the best we all love miss jen um she also helps run the apprentice program yes and so we all know and love her um, the other thing that was really iconic, especially last year, was a song called Wagon Wheel. They sing that at my camp. 
do they? We sing that at my camp. It yeah. got really annoying. <laughs> um, for Not for me, because I wasn't there super often last year, but because um, I was away for a month in the middle of it. But I, I think I went to um, a, another week towards the end of the camp, and all the other counselors were like, oh my god, I've heard this song way too many times. And um, they, Miss Jen also does a lot of work in cooking with someone called Anthony, and they... Uh, another iconic Another character. iconic character, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they help the kids when they come down to cook. They help, like, do all the cooking, and they're in charge of the ovens. And um, it... I mean, it gets a little hectic in there, and so they're always playing music. And one song that was constantly on was a song called Wagon Wheel. And every time we went to the White Barn, it was playing. And I have no idea how the two of them get, didn't get sick of it. And I hope it comes back this year because it's a very iconic um, Amber Farm Camp song. The other thing that happens is staff hot potato and the staff water balloon toss, which is so stressful. I always, when I was a kid, I was like, boy, I'm so glad I'm not doing that. And then as a counselor being like, well, I hate this. But it's also really fun. Like for the staff hot potato, I'm not really not a fan of that because a lot of the staff, a lot of the counselors can get very competitive. Explain what it is. And, oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) A little big. Yeah. it's basically where all of the counselors and CITs get in a circle and they have a ball. It's usually like a soccer ball or a kickball or something like that. And it's hot potato, so basically you can't hold on to the ball for too long and you want to get people out. And the way that you get people out is if someone drops it or doesn't catch it or like just doesn't make the effort to try and catch it um, and until eventually it's only two people and then one person wins. And that's kind of stressful because, well, both of these events are a little bit stressful because a lot of the counselors will like try to rile up their campers and the campers will be cheering for them like yeah go go and so last year I was with a lot of the first graders and I especially would hang out with the little quiet ones who weren't um who didn't like weren't a part of because that was me as a kid yeah and so I was I would try to go over and be like hey guys how you doing and eventually try to reintegrate them back into the louder group um and they were like, we're rooting for you. And I was like, don't root for me, please. I'm not going to win. And they were like, we're rooting for you anyway. It was very That's cute. Adorable. They were like little first graders and second graders. So it was fun. The staff water balloon toss, though, they randomly pair up the staff. No. So I I think at one point I was with an older kid called Chris who was in oh. who was in, yeah who was in college at that point and who was very competitive. He was with the fifth graders who were also rooting for him. I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm not gonna be able to win this water balloon toss for you. But I think in the end it was his fault because the water balloon broke on him. But uh-huh. so yeah, exactly. So it's really kind of stressful for me in the moment, but I always end up laughing so much and then the kids are always like, Oh you did so good and it's very sweet. I heard stories about the watermelon eating thing. But I don't know what that was. I just remember they had watermelon and they just were like, eat it to some of the counselors. And that turned into a thing. I hear a lot of stories secondhand. So yeah, it's quite, because you're not sounds, there over the summer. But I, and, I, and I only hear the really crazy stories. Yeah. So my perception of the camp is wild. <laughs> yeah. And I, that was the last thing I was going to say about the camp. It's just, it's this really strange energy that's not replicated anywhere else. Especially between the counselors. Because we're simultaneously like laughing with each other and being friends, but also trying to corral kids and making sure no one gets hurt. And it's also like a big age range, right? Huge age range. It goes from, um, there are preschoolers there who are part of a sort of separate camp because it could get a little crazy and dangerous for them. Um, and then first to fifth grade. And then counselors too, right? Yeah, exactly. There are college kids to also kids going into eighth and ninth grade. So it's a crazy range of people, crazy mix of people. 
um, the two ca counselor camp directors are also really big personalities and so much fun. So and they really, also do the apprentice program. They do, yeah. They're quite. They're, they're great. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really interesting time. Um, other than that, a couple of quick things. I've sort of beat to death the subject of Galapagos, <laughs> but last year I did go to Galapagos for a month. Did you? I know, what? Um, but it was the same sort of similar thing that you said, like kids from, um, especially for the camping part of it, kids from all over, I mean, they were all from, from the U.S., but different parts of the U.S., and hearing their different experiences and seeing how excited they were about being in this amazing place that they had never been before was really cool. Um, and that was definitely a really scary and new thing for me that I had never done over the summer, but it was, again, really cool to be away for a month and then come back and see everyone and be like, yeah, yeah wow, I haven't seen you in a while. Um, the other thing is, a couple years ago, my dad's entire side of the family went up to Jersey Shore for a bit and for about a week and we hung out there and that was really cool because, again, just very chill. My brother would play with his younger cousin and they would make sand mermaids and things oh. like that. And um, I remember reading my book a lot and... It was just interesting because we spend a lot of time with my dad's side of the family, but not for an, for like a week altogether. Yeah. And so we did get a lot closer in that expense of time, which was really nice. And then the last quick thing I wanted to mention was over the summer, we have a lot of barbecues, which I mentioned before when we talked about food. And um, it's just really nice because the image of just a summer afternoon where it's really warm out and the sun is setting and my dad's outside with the barbecue my grandfather's talking to him and we have like depending on who's around in the summer lots of different people over for barbecues lots of different foods for barbecues and everyone's just kind of doing their own thing and it's a really lovely thing that we That's do. That's fun. But yeah. Well I'm excited for summer. I'm very excited for summer. This because has made me you're more excited, excited for summer. <laughs> what? What? Oh, I thought you were saying, like, I thought you were, I thought you said to me, I know you're excited for summer. <laughs> no, I said to our audience, I hope that you are excited for summer, audience. Yeah, I hope you guys have a good summer. Um, wear yeah. sunscreen. Definitely wear sunscreen. Very important. Skin hygiene. <laughs> That's a really weird way of saying that. Um, okay, maybe we should important. just give our thank yous. Thank you to the person who did our cover art, who is Dynamite. You can find her at Instagram at D-I-N-O dot B-Y-T-E. That's Dynamite. She does some great art there. Yeah. Um, thank you to our intro and outro music, which is Inspirational Life and Blossoming Inspiration. Respectively. <laughs> and uh, check out our Instagram at quotes dot and dot anecdotes. Also, email us at quotesandanecdotes at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> and have a wonderful summer. As we said, no episode next week because it's finals week for us. But get ready for the every other week schedule. Yeah. Hopefully Getting we'll progressively have good... crazier and crazier towards the end of the summer as you'll hear the episodes that we record yeah. later and later <laughs> in the day. Because we will end up recording probably four episodes in a row. And so by the end, by like August, the episode that you hear in August, it's going to be like, hello, everyone. <laughs> and we are exhausted. It'll be a great yeah. time. That's all, folks. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, bye my friend Sophia. Bye my friend Bronwyn and Kyle. <laughs>